Are you one of the three quarters of people struggling with a fear or anxiety around public speaking? Do you wish you could communicate more effectively, develop more meaningful relationships, grow your business and access greater opportunities? Welcome to Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. In this series, I'll draw on my own experience from terrified teenager to UK award-winning speaker and communications coach, as well as speaking to a number of special guests, all with one object in mind, to help you communicate more effectively. Ready to grow? Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Simon Speaks podcast. I'm delighted to welcome you, and I'm very happy to have a very intriguing guest today. I've got Phil Story here, the founder of Glow, and Phil has managed to, in a time when a lot of people might be slowing down or stopping for a number of reasons, obviously due to the pandemic and so forth, it seems like he's speeding up and without stopping at all. He's managed to set up uh, Glow and found it about eight months ago during a pandemic with no outside investment, and he was down for a finalist of the uh, Excellence in Business Yorkshire Post Award last year. And it doesn't sound like things are slowing down. So I'll let Phil introduce himself and explain how he's managed to do all that. Phil, welcome to the show and uh, give us some of your time and, and introduce yourself if you would. Thanks, Simon. That's a lovely introduction. Um, hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, so my name's Phil Story. Uh, yes, my company's Glow. We did launch in the middle of the pandemic last year. That wasn't the plan, of course, for there to be a pandemic. Uh, but it was very much in the plan to launch when we did. Uh, it's really, really exciting times for us. As Simon has said, we're kind of gathering pace quite quickly. Um, it's been great to get the nod and on some of you know some really good local prestigious awards like the Yorkshire Post Excellence in Business. Um, and we're gearing up for, for a big 2021 after a really good solid start last year uh, with, with increasing our subscriber base. Um, we're just about to branch over to the US uh, with our first client over there and looking to raise some investment as well at the end of this, this first quarter. So, yeah, super exciting. I'm not sure I could cram uh, an explanation of how we've done it into <laughs> a half an hour podcast, but I'll do I'll do my very best. Yeah. Well, if it takes 45 minutes, we might manage it, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. In terms of Glow, give, give us a breakdown precisely what it mm. is that Glow does and what you offer to your effective clients. Yeah, sure. So, so Glow is, is, um, is bedded in, in uh, around website maintenance. So uh, the, the notion of looking after your website to make sure that it's performing as well as it can do at all times. So that could be in relation to security, user experience, adding fresh new content to the site on a regular basis, fixing issues that have occurred, or all sorts of things. If you sort of sort of think about it like a mechanic looks after your car, you take your car to a mechanic if something's wrong, or you take it there on a regular basis for a checkup to make sure it's running as it should do. We're sort of like that, but for small businesses' websites. So the way that Glow is sort of uh, a little bit unique, however, is in the fact that it also is our own app. So we have a product, which is our app, and we have the service which we deliver via via our app. Um, and website maintenance is one of those services that, from a client perspective, so a business owner, it's sort of a bit misunderstood. They may maybe have never heard of it before. They've probably heard of like website security and the importance of keeping things secure, but other than that, probably haven't had much uh, interaction with it as a, as a service generally. 
So there's a, there's a great opportunity for something like Glow to come along, really educate businesses on the importance of looking after the website properly. Um, and then, you know, to make sure that's kind of embedded into the culture of their business, really. Um, but the other side for Glow, um, which is why it works so nicely to our app, is that we we have like a reseller program. So we've got marketing agencies who use Glow as well. And it's great for them because typically marketing agencies, they just don't really like doing website maintenance work. It's a bit fiddly. It's a little bit boring at times. And in a cool, like hip city center marketing agency, they want to be focused on like cool social media campaigns or big website projects or stuff that's bringing in a lot more money and that just generally creatively is a lot more exciting. They're not really asked about like checking for forms still working or updating a security feature. You know, it's just not getting the juices flowing. So what agencies can do is get like a white labeled version of Glow. So it sort of looks like their app. So they can sell it to their clients and then we do all the work in the background for that agency. So we sort of help them out with it. So um, that's what's working really well. You know, agencies are coming on board and kind of outsourcing that work to us. So, um, so yeah, quite a long answer, but yeah, it's, it's everything to do with website maintenance and making sure your website's running as, as, as it should do really. Simon. Fascinating stuff. And, and <laughs> you strike me very early on in this conversation as a very articulate, skilled grounded person and what i'm always intrigued by <laughs> what i'm always intrigued by <laughs> is what it is about people that gets them to this kind of point in life because because uh, as i mentioned to you before this conversation I, I do work with with young people in, in a, an education setting where we're trying to teach them the skills that they're going to need later on in life and that can be challenging at times if if you could summarize Obviously, you've just set up this this startup company within eight months. You're flying. You're doing all kinds of amazing things. Yeah. Can you hark back in your life to experiences or to anything that's happened previously that's perhaps prepared you to to do this, to set this up and take it where it, where it's going? Well, yeah. I mean, it didn't. I mean, uh, like I said, a, a Glow was established and went live in May last year. But I've been in business personally for I think it's eight years now. Um. So it's sort of all everything's culminates glow is the sort of culmination of those years of experience in business i guess um but business was never kind of a i'd never sort of set out when i was young sort of 16 17 to i'm gonna have my own business gonna make loads of money and hire people and all that it was never in the plan really i mean uh i went to, i'm from blackpool originally everybody's heard of blackpool probably been most people for various different reasons which we probably don't all want to know about but i grew up there um stone's throw from the tower um and, and I went to a school that was very much kind of, you know, GCSEs, A-levels, uni, career, and like that is what's going to happen to your life sort of thing. And uh, I remember when I was 18, I was sort of, I just don't want to go to uni. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. Certainly didn't know what university I wanted to go to. I thought I got all the mates that I'd ever need at the age of 18. Why on earth would I want to go to uni? But my mum and dad, they were both teachers for a start, which was you know, part of the reason they were like, well, uni, you know. Uh, so I did, and uh, I, I ended up in Leeds. That's kind of why, I guess, ended up how we've sort of uh, started chatting now, Simon. But I remember just thinking, well, my oldest brother, Ian, he, he went to Leeds, met uni, and he studied building surveying, so I'll just do what he did. Uh, and so I just copied Ian, and just that's how I ended up in Leeds, basically. I did a surveying degree, which obviously couldn't be much further unrelated to what I do now. Um, 
But and he dropped out after two weeks. I got the degree. <laughs> but he's doing very well for himself now, I must admit. Anyway, it's kind of a long way around of saying I, I ended up actually working for Ian back in a little town called Lytham St. Anne's near Blackpool, lovely little sort of seaside town. And he's got his own estate agency business. So um, I took some time out after uni, went traveling, got back, owed me dad some money. And he was like, well, get a job now. Uh, so I started working for my brother. And I think it was definitely, you talk about what, you know, go back in time in your life, what sort of motivated you to, I guess, get Glow going. Uh, definitely working for my brother and seeing him run his own little business and have his own team and his own name on the door and all that. And that just very much inspired me to want to go down that, I guess, that sort of self-employed slash small business route, basically. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I worked for him for a couple of years. I, I certainly didn't know immediately after I'd um, started working for him that, you know, digital and web was the route that I wanted to go. Far from it, actually. I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with that. I was probably about 20, 24, 25 at the time, something like that. And it all kind of sparked off, uh, off the back of a conversation with me, mate. We were just chatting, as mates do, on the phone. He'd got his own business going. He'd had a website built very recently. And just amongst other things that we were chatting about, he said, oh, you know, I've had a website, Bill. What do you, tell me what you think of it kind of thing. Uh, and I remember looking at it and thinking, oh, that's really now, really, I love the layout. The colours are great. The branding's cool. You know, web design. I wonder if, like, I wonder if I could get into web design and have a look at that kind of thing. Uh, and that was it, literally. You know, you, I could, you could genuinely say if that phone call hadn't happened, I might have never looked into, into the web development as a career. So I ended, up, um, I ended up teaching myself how to code, basically, off the back of that call. Um, I stayed in full-time employment for my brother. So I'd, I'd, I'd you know, drive from Blackpool to Lytham every day, work for him, come home, and I'd study for a couple of hours, two, three hours a week, uh, two, three hours a night every week uh, for about a, probably about a year and a half, something like that, and still, until I got myself into that position where I felt confident enough to sort of start building some websites for friends and family and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah eight years of business in between and here we are today having this conversation so certainly my, my brother was a massive inspiration for you know getting into business and that sort of drive to do it yourself kind of thing mm. I, I always find an intriguing blend whenever I have these conversations with podcast guests it always seems to be a, a really interesting blend of people experiences and then choices and, and I can, yeah. that's, that's what I try and pin it down to is you've, you've had the right people around you You've had a few experiences, mm. you call them chance or coincidence <clears> or things you've, you've done. And then you arrive at that moment where it's choice and, and you've made, obviously made a sequence of choices that have brought you to, to this point. And it seems oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, there's been plenty of them to make over the years, that's for sure. I think um, anybody that's been in business, you know, not even that long a time can, will, will tell you how many, um, you know, choices there are to make that end up well, that, don't end up so well and I guess it's it's about how you respond to those and certainly how they make you feel day to day that's a that's a massive thing for me that I've learned over the years because um I think ultimately you need to recognize if you're not enjoying something Mm. uh, and if you're not enjoying something that there is there is always that opportunity to be able to change I mean clearly it's easier for some people than it is others if you've got a busy family and you know you're very dependent on income and stuff it's obviously going to be a bit harder but um generally speaking that's something i've learned massively over over my time in business definitely mm. and and you said that you'd always planned to launch at the time you launched but then obviously yeah strikes 
and you, you've you've managed to get to a point where you're ready to launch business with no investment. You you've created this thing, mm. and then you've got the pandemic. What spurred you to? Ki- I mean, I know a lot of your work would be online, obviously, but mm. what spurred yeah, you online, to keep yeah. on with the launch? And and were there any challenges that the pandemic presented to your launch? Uh, yes, definitely to the to the latter question. Um, I think that uh, you know everybody had that. Well, some people have had a year of you know terrible, terrible year in business. I think uh, it wouldn't be wrong of me to say that the digital industry has thrived throughout and grown, and pretty much everybody that I speak to in this industry is picking up clients left right and center and the business is growing doubling turnover etc cetera, etc cetera. so um you know i feel grateful and fortunate that i actually am in that industry and not um you know like a local independent shop or something where you've had to open and shut and open and shut um but yeah there was that initial definitely that initial panic still when it when it kicked in you know in march last year it was like oh my god is this actually really happening now just as we're about to get ready to launch um and we did have some clients back out from contracts and stuff but you know, I guess that was, you know, to be expected, really, with everything that was going on. But we quite quickly realized, actually, with Glow, it was it was quite a good thing because I, I mentioned that sort of reseller model we've got earlier, whereby marketing agencies can open a Glow account and, and sell it to their clients. Well, all of a sudden, marketing agency directors and decision makers were at home and not in a busy office space getting pulled left, right and center. So actually reaching out and having conversations with those types of people was much easier. And I think, I think that probably helps us get it off the ground a little bit quicker than we might have done. Uh, it's, it's hard to say, obviously, but it, it, it certainly helped in terms of getting hold of those people. So uh, in, in that sense, it was, it was, it was good. Um, and then, like I said, really, the digital industry generally has actually grown amazingly over those sort of nine months. So mm. largely extremely positive. It sounds it, and uh, you mm. mentioned that you you now looking to expand into the US and you're securing new yeah internationally. So that is huge. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't quite believe that sort of situation that we're in. Really, with that, I mean, it's unbelievably exciting. So early on in in the kind of journey of the business, so that's just going to give us so many positives to come off the back of of, of working with those guys. They're based over in. Uh, I think it's Washington. Is that the right state? Just kind of north of California. So, you know, there's a, there's some amazing positives come out of that. Not just the fact that they're on board as a client, so you know, they're quite a big agency. Um, and it's really just given us even more of a of a, a shot in the arm of confidence, I guess, in the product because you know you, these guys who had never heard of us sort of three four weeks ago, and now they're kind of really going gung ho at it. So, I think that is amazingly humbling for me because uh like you said you know we only set it up about a year ago uh and to you know fast forward in time through a global pandemic and to be coming out with an established subscriber base people still signing up all the time and then landing international clients it's very very exciting although i will have to admit to you simon it's the first time i've ever been in a position like this and talking about investors and shares and you know, all that sort of bloody pitch decks and everything i mean yeah it's it's not a world i'm used to but i've got some excellent people around me that are kind of advising and helping with all that sort of stuff to shape the future of glow so i'm up for the challenge that's for sure 
<laughs> well, you're doing it right. I can't remember if it, I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Sir Richard Branson, but he but he said if an opportunity mm-hmm. gets thrown your way and you don't know what you're yeah. doing, just say yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then you can figure I'll out that one out quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great. It's a great line. It is a great line, and I've definitely had to use that response on a few occasions in life. And and um, you know, I, I, I think about the last couple of years of of my own life, going from you know, I'm still working in education, largely full time, but. Mm. Trying to, trying to expand now during the pandemic, thinking about how I'm going to offer more coaching and speaking uh, opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And, and so many times I've had people say to me, well, just just start, you know, you'll figure out bits as you go along. And, and I remember even starting this podcast initially, I wasn't planning to have it run this long or with this many guests or anything else. And my sister said, look, it'll start rubbish and it'll get better. Uh, so <laughs> I, I took her advice and I went for it. And, and now, you know, right. and so this conversation is a product of her advice because 20 25 episodes down the line this is where we are and it's it's yeah. an inspiring thing to hear a story of somebody else that's that's made some choices had the right people and and just had mm. the right input at the right time but made made the decisions off the back of it and uh, you've you've done really well and obviously you've got your your award nomination for for the Yorkshire Post last year which Tremendous. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, we had a couple, couple of those. Um, so that was nice because that was you know, that was really early on. And then I think there's a couple more in the pipeline now as well. So, I mean, they're just great things from a profile perspective. You know, it's always good to have positive news stories out there, isn't it? So um, that's why we always kind of support and get involved in those sorts of things. So, yeah, might even win one this year. You never know. <laughs> well, you, you can't get any closer without. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll get there. <laughs> And uh, what does 2021 hold then? What what are the main priorities for this? Because obviously, if you think about the last 10 months, I mean, if you yeah. do that rate, you'll be securing clients on Mars by the end of the year, presumably. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we've um, certainly with these guys coming on board, we've kind of blown through the projections that we had for the first quarter already. So that's really exciting. We were always going to want to do our sort of first fundraising round at the start of this year as well. So uh seed investment uh as it's as it's referred to so yeah getting getting some investment on board to give us that cash to really kind of go for it kind of thing because yeah as you've highlighted up to now it's been coming out of my savings to get us to where we are um a couple of favors you know from 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 mates of mine in that uh the, the the app development company that built glow is, is owned by a good friend of mine so obviously that that helps in terms of um, spreading the cost of stuff, obviously. But yeah, to get something like Glow, you know, really genuinely global and a, and a, and a, a decent sized business, we need some investment. So that'll give us a really good runway to, to plow into marketing and sales and, uh, and and try and get a decent corner of the market, really. Because that the thing with you know, the, what I haven't explained, sorry, is that the um, that our app caters for WordPress websites. So WordPress is a it's a tool that you can use to build websites, basically. A lot of the audience will have heard of it, I would have thought. But it accounts for about a third of the entire internet, which is about 450 billion websites or something ridiculous. million websites, sorry. So it's a ridiculously high figure, which tells us we don't need a huge, huge portion of the market, really. Um, and the great thing about website maintenance is there aren't a huge amount of companies, really, that offer the sort of product that we do. It's quite unique. So um yeah we're hopeful that with the right sort of people around us and the right backing we can make a really good go of it so yeah well i'm, I'm running the wordpress website and uh if you yes anybody, i noticed that yeah if, if you're anybody but phil you're allowed to go visit it because <laughs> phil's going to send me some feedback too late. 
So, like, I do like it. But you're using WordPress.com, right? So there's a couple of versions of WordPress. So yeah, there's the .com, .com where they host it all for more. you. And yeah, and then exactly. Yeah, yeah I look. I look genuinely. No, Sorry, comment. I looked yeah. at migrate because I think WordPress.org uses more code, doesn't it? And I looked at. Well, you've got a bit more control over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I looked at migrating it across and then I looked at how complicated it was going to be and just went, yeah, it's going to take it. It's in. nice. I like it. It's really, really clean, simple, easy to use site. It's perfect. It's exactly what you need for now. To, to be fair, when I first went on the Glow website, I had a, 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 it opened and I just went, whoa. <laughs> and then I scrolled yeah. down. Well, the branding's quality. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I mean good, good contact of mine, Simon Glenn, who would be an amazing guest on your podcast, by the way. He set up, um, he set up this networking uh, organization called Meow in a response to the pandemic actually last year he's a, he's a great guy but he's, his background is graphic design and branding absolutely brilliant at it and we get loads of compliments about the, the brand you know that, that the, the gradient and the purple and the pink and the color scheme and stuff so oh, wow. yeah he's done his job by look, Simon. yeah at, he has yeah this is a, and then i looked at what you offered what your service was and i thought well yeah mm. <laughs> we better add makes sense yeah yeah absolutely absolutely mm. Brilliant. Well, how uh, how so, yeah. people get in touch with you? What should they get in touch about, and what what how can they do it? Well, yeah. So um, most of our kind of what we call our sort of direct end clients, so not the marketing agencies, so our sort of businesses uh, that we look after the websites for. They are predominantly small businesses, uh, so small teams, uh, and it is usually like the owner of the business that we're we're in touch with and that we hear from most. Um, so if they are sort of, I don't know, getting a bit fed up with a current web developer, which is very possible. Um, lots of people are kind of used to waiting quite a long time for the web developer to get back to them, like weeks, um, just to make simple changes to the site, or they're getting quoted silly high fees for five-minute jobs. Um, then they're the sorts of people that you know could really benefit from Glow because, as I said, everything's kind of kept within our app. You get your own account and there's a full timeline of all the activity that takes place. Uh, and we respond very, very quickly. And, and we're very diligent in the way that we approach maintaining clients' websites because they're, you know, very often extremely important assets for businesses. Um, and that's kind of a mini mission of ours is if it isn't an extremely important asset for your business at the moment, why? And it needs to become that because everybody's online and searching for all sorts of things uh, day in, day out now, including what your business offers. So. Glow can kind of help you very much with making sure that you're doing all those things with your site to make it um, appealing to your target audience. So, yeah, you can reach us in a number of ways. Obviously, you could go to our website. We're on LinkedIn, social media, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's um, always good to hear from new people. So. Hmm, absolutely. And it's, people, it's something people should be thinking about because, you know, as, as you've said at the beginning, it's like maintaining hmm. a car. And, and when I think about my website and the role it plays in my business, Within five minutes, if somebody visits my website, they can see a video of me in action. They can see my calendar. Yeah. They can book different masterclasses or coaching. They can go down and read my testimonials. Within five minutes, people know who I am, what I do, how I look when I do it, and how much it costs. And, and why would I not want to send people there? Because that is everything yeah. that people should want to know about you in offering a service. So Precisely. Fundamental. Uh, and uh, it, it yeah. is the number one yeah. area of investment I think I'm going to have this year is my website because I want it to be as you say, as good in the time. Yeah, that's great to hear. And, 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 and that, yeah, it's absolutely great to hear. And, and I think the, um, 
the thing that, that businesses probably do uh, quite a lot is they overcomplicate it. You know, you were just saying there how that front page tells you immediately, here's who I am, here's what we do, here's what's of benefit to you if you work with Simon Day, and here's some prices and some reviews from other people that have already worked with me. So, you know, it, it can be as simple as that for small businesses a lot of the time, but it often gets overcomplicated. Um, it's, yeah, we just kind of find it a bit sad, really, because we sort of see so many small business sites where they've clearly got it built. So they've invested it in getting it built, designed and developed. And then they just leave it for like three years or four years and do anything with it. And all the while, there's these thousands of people online every day searching for what they do. We're just sort of trying to open their eyes through Glow to, to that and get them doing more with the site. So there's lots of cool new features we'll be adding to the app over the course of this year to sort of digitally remind people that, hey, you know, you haven't had any content on your site for three months. What are you doing? Here's some suggestions for you or, or whatever. Um, so it'll be exciting to see how that, you know, that where that takes Glow really in, in terms of getting people doing more with the site. So, you know, just a, a, alongside the actual maintenance stuff as well. Mm. Now that you've said that, um, I think it's more than three. That's great. I'm really, I'm really glad to hear that you're going to be investing in it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people leave it a lot longer than that. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, absolutely amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to take the last two minutes just to give us any any final top tips, words of advice, and and any actions that you would like people to take uh, as a consequence of our conversation. And I will probably not say much after that because I'd like to leave it with you. So, what would your final final parting message be? I think in business generally, uh, you can never underestimate the importance of your network and the relationships and the people around you, um, whether they become clients or suppliers or advisors or just somebody to pick up the phone to and have a chat with about a particular challenge. That is the single most important thing to me in business over the years has been developing those relationships with other businesses. Um, so if you're just starting out and you're just building your, your empire, uh, that would be my sort of top tip, I guess, is build deep relationships with uh, with people around you because it will it will pay dividends in so many ways in the future. And then selfishly thinking about Glow, <laughs> uh, if you do generally get a bit hacked off with your web developer from time to time and it feels a bit much, or you're looking after your own site and you're concerned about the security and not being able to figure out WordPress very easily, then, then please do get in touch because we can we can definitely help. Our website is is getglow.io. And thanks very much for listening to me today. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. I hope that what you've learned in today's episode will help you become a more effective communicator as you put it into practice. You can visit my website, simonspeaks.co.uk, for more information, tips, articles and resources, or to speak to me about working with me as a coach. I'm also available on Twitter and Instagram, at underscore Simon Speaks. I'm on LinkedIn, and I also have a YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Speaks. Thanks again for tuning in today, and I look forward to seeing you again next time.